0: Hi, this is Tracy introducing this podcast. This is a podcast where I am talking with a parent about shame versus guilt and how we can get our kids stuck in shame and feel guilty. And how do we move our kids out of feeling shame and into feeling guilty, which is an opportunity for them to do something about it. If we're feeling guilty, then we're propelled to want to fix it. If we're feeling shame, we're more likely to want to feel humiliated, and that allows us to kind of go in and into our turtle shell and not want to reach out to the world. And if we do reach out to the world, we're lashing out. So helping parents discern between how to not get your kids stuck in shame and how to move them out of shame into feeling guilty without us as parents feeling guilty. And I'm talking to a parent about her experience with her
1: children on this. So I hope you enjoy it, thanks. I talk to my kids about this all the time. Shame right. wants to be hidden, right? Mm-hmm. And shame wants to say we're not good enough and we're not worthy enough and I'm not a, I'm not a good mom, I'm not a good daughter, I'm, I'm not a good wife. Um, and guilt would say, "Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm still worthy to be loved. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a worthy woman. I'm a, I'm a worthy daughter. I'm a worthy wife. I'm a worthy mom. But I've made some mistakes, and I need to correct those mistakes, right?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's this difference, and you could probably say, "Speak it's into it
0: more than." a Huge difference between mm-hmm. shame and guilt. You know, it's like, and shame keeps us uh, stuck right exactly (laughs) stuck and isolated it's like it's a humiliating and when we feel that humiliation and shame we just want to crawl underneath the rock and we want to lash out which Mm -hmm. is why when kids get stuck in shame they become that's like you know it's usually between one and a half and two and a half like they begin to really experience shame and and that's like you know you hit that like just like explosive rage Mm -hmm. because they're just kind of they don't know how to handle it and we need to move them from shame into guilt. It's like they feel shame about like spilling their milk, for example. It's like oh, I'm a bad, you know. It's like oh, I did something you horrible. Take so they take it so personally, like, yeah. and then we usually good, as good enough parents, we say, oh, sweetie, it's okay. We'll clean it up. So now yeah. we're moving them into guilt. It's like oh, you made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And you learn from your mistake, and we take care of it.
2: Yeah. We can and then um, into empowerment,
0: right? Yeah, empowerment, fact, exactly, absolutely. exactly. Be yeah. be empowering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we can get we can we unbeknownst to us we can keep our kids stuck in shame mm. by saying, "Oh, bad kid for you. oh like oh you spilled your milk," and we might just have our own reaction. Not even bad kid, but like I can't believe it. This is like the fifth time this has happened, and you know like. I right. Can't deal with any more milk on the carpet, <laughs> and we clean it up ourselves. And the kid goes leaves feeling horrible about who they are, deeper in that shame hole. Deeper in that shame hole, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and there's like, but luckily we, you know, if we if we learn kind of like okay, like how do we help the kid kind of go ah oh, yes oh man you spilled your milk. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, you know? you know, you're still my kid. I'm still your mom. I still love you. A little disappointed in the milk thing, a little, you know, this carpet's gonna really stink, let's clean it up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you move so them
0: into guilt. You know, guilt is like like you said, Jen, is like being able to give them the opportunity to kind of figure out how to do, you know, restitution. Like, what, how do I do to make this better? Mm-hmm. And kids will do that on their own sometimes. Like, they might, like, go, like, they might walk away because we're just having our own fit, you know, because it's we're 10 minutes behind getting out the door already. Mm-hmm. Right, and the other kids are screaming. Right, and, and down for with Right, yeah. right. Yeah. and then, but that kid that's walked away, they might come back with like a crayon or a flower. You know, like they'll, they like you see these kids try to make that effort, mm-hmm. and a lot of times we we acknowledge that. You know, mm-hmm. when we don't acknowledge it, we're we're kind of hurting. We're hurting our kids' spirit a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. by like by, by making them feel uh-huh. like you know. So it's like being like having the time, like having that expansive time to kind of when the kid comes back with, "Hey, mom, I made you a picture." It's mm-hmm. like, oh,
1: you know, is this mm-hmm. because you spilled the milk? You know, like okay, it's like it's, an
0: invitation yeah, into
1: that mm-hmm. situation. Again. Yeah, I think there's also kids that are more prone to feeling yes, shame over right. feeling mm-hmm. guilt, and from so
2: a root of trauma. Mm, yeah, from,
1: mm-hmm. from from it could be uh, okay. trauma or it could just be some of their personalities, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it's really. Uh, Like our oldest, he can be more that way. And for me, when he would say those things like, I'm a bad kid, I did that. And um, it felt a little manipulative to me. Mm -hmm. Like, wait a minute. Like, you just got in trouble. Now you're going to play the card of, I'm not good enough. But I think, like, I had to take a step back and be like, I think he really feels that way sometimes. And being able to meet his need. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's our biological child. So, you know, again... You're gonna have kids that are biological and adopted. and We all have mm-hmm. issues, right? But it's finding this place where we can meet our kids where they are and help them grow.
2: Interesting. I wonder if that's an ancestral history that's right. been Just handed down it.
1: that you didn't do anything Did to trigger that. Mm-hmm. Or I, was, I could have. I was a different or, right. parent when the first kid. Mm-hmm, like right. you can be so much harder on your first one than like mm-hmm. now. I have seven. I'm like.
0: See ya. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, I think it's a good point. There's, there's, there's so, so many, many mixes. Things. Like, yeah. I think it's it's ancestral lineage. It's the number of order that they're in, where we're yeah. at when we were pregnant, and you know yeah. our psyche and all that fits in. And then the kids come in with their own personality. Mm-hmm. And you know, some kids just have more eorish oh, energy, and yeah. some kids have more Tigger or poo energy. Yeah. And the goodness of fit, right? Mm-hmm. Like. My son is much more eorish on lots of levels. At this point, he's growing out of it, but when he was little, and I was at that point like, Tigger to the extent like yeah. we were not okay. a goodness effect the compatibility,
1: like, the compatibility of your compatibility kids.
0: right it's it like really whew. draws again yeah. your strengths mm-hmm. and your weaknesses right. out mm-hmm. and yeah and i think i probably shamed him without knowing it because yeah. i because my uh-huh. attitude would be like oh just get over it'll be fine exactly. and he's like oh i'm such a bad kid i'm like ah get over it kid yeah you know it was, it's not meeting their emotional need of like Oh, I hear you yes. and guess I what you. I see you right yeah. that valid that validation of I see you and I'm you know I'm still mom you're still my kid I still love you and what you know like okay I hear that you feel bad and let's see what we can do to make that better right that being able to take that time and in the extended community years ago grandparents had the time to do that mm-hmm. and a lot That's of times sick. you've got mm-hmm. that sense of self-worth from your grandmother right mm-hmm. because they had the time to say, oh, sweetie, you know, tell me about it, and mm-hmm. uh, let's figure out how we can make it better. Whereas moms are kinda like, I gotta get out the door, I got seven kids, and we don't have time to like, you know, pat your like ego, because you're having a hard time here, because you've got your personality, you know, let's <laughs> right? all go here. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you know, it's, it comes out in the wash, but being able to think about how do we take that time to, yep. to move from shame to guilt to empowerment. Yeah. Yeah. So can you, can you, this is a really great five-minute
2: weekly tip, Mm -hmm. and so can you just wrap it up and say, okay, give this, you know, because it sounds like it starts at the point of being willing to even just see the opportunity Mm -hmm. to start this process rather than just immediately jumping into the blaming or whatever. So can you give us a, a clear like kind of steps
0: to. Yeah, let's give it a try so it's like tip of the week really when it comes to shame Mm -hmm. is is recognizing our kids have their own personality and we have our own personalities and sometimes that's not goodness of fit in general and sometimes it's not a good goodness of fit in that given moment and then how do we help to take that expansive time to, to validate our kids feelings mm-hmm. so even when our kids having a major fit it's always good to validate hey I see you you're having a really hard time right now and guess what I'm still mom you're still my kid I still love you you know and be able to kind of empower them to have that validation of their feeling and then kind of go you know what we'll take care of that later let's come back to that or hey, why don't you go ahead and get a sponge and let's pick up that milk that you spilt. Mm-hmm. Um. So you give them a step to
2: clean up the mess, so to speak, whether mm-hmm. it's an emotional mess or a physical mess or whatever. Just something
0: that they can
2: they themselves can act on
0: like, yeah and I think even before that you want mm-hmm. to validate their mm-hmm. you want to validate their feeling and that's mm-hmm. where we want to be in a good enough place ourselves that we can take that moment to recognize and that's always good it's like that one-liner where no matter how we're feeling to be able and we can say with gritted teeth Ugh, yeah just I'm still mom you're still my kid I still love you <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna kill you, but let's go ahead and move on because that's the important thing, right? It's that eye contact that Jen was talking about, like that I see you're you, you're precious, even when Nothing I'm changes. really frustrated even with you. You burned the house down. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of. It has to get to that point, right? Because
1: <laughs> we all have these lines yeah. as parents, and we have to be cognizant mm-hmm. of that and make sure that our kids know. They're still precious, and yeah. we still love them, yeah. No matter what. No
0: matter what. Mm-hmm. And,
2: and I'm yeah. sure each of us, as children, have pushed our parents to that point. Oh, so wow. we can Absolutely. return. Because mm-hmm. I can think of many times. So like when you can return to that <laughs> and allow that that grace that was given to you to be passed forward, that could also probably help. But, us but the that's the other thing. What if
1: grace wasn't given to you? Then you have to grace yourself somehow. <laughs> but you have to learn how to right. give yourself grace. And that's give where you other go get a good grace. therapist. Exactly <laughs> right. right? right? That's what
0: <laughs> Therapy.
1: <laughs> That's change my life. <laughs> Should have done it ten years earlier. If <laughs> the tips not working for you, come on in. It was in therapy, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't know what you don't know, right? That's and you right. can't give to other people what you haven't been given. That's right. So then you have to figure out, like, how can I give that grace?
2: Um, open up the space for the potential for it to be received but what
1: science would also tell us is that we're gonna mess up as parents we're mm-hmm. not gonna do things right all the time mm-hmm. But if I can go back and redo like mm-hmm. I can't even tell you how many times I have to go back and tell my kids I'm really sorry mm-hmm. like I messed up today yeah. I wasn't the mom that I wanted to be even based because what happens is based on your behavior that can't be a reflection of how I act mm-hmm. right like sometimes we get mad and so someone who has a behavior, and we get super angry, and maybe I blow my top and I shouldn't have. Now I have to go back and tell my kids, like, I'm really sorry. I like, what up. you did wasn't mm-hmm. right, but the way that I reacted, that wasn't right either. Yeah. Um, so that's
0: like tip two of the week, right? It's like tip <laughs> two is like, how do we go back and uh, take ownership for what we've done wrong with our kids and apologize mm-hmm. without groveling, yep. without over. Um, Indulging them right mm-hmm. so being able to kind of go yes it 's sort of like you know what, mom messed up on that one, Whew, boy you did a really great job pushing you know like getting me to that point you know, and here 's what we 're going to do about it right mm-hmm. is being able to yeah. say that you know here 's how mommy should have done it, mm-hmm. um, and we walk them through that again um, and also we give we, there's there 's also that give and take too still where the child mm-hmm. needs to take ownership for yeah coming to come into that line, and we have to take ownership to coming to that line, right? There's mm-hmm. both, as an equal. It's a dance. It's a mm-hmm. dance. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, because if, if we only apologize and empower the child to think that, oh, they have the power to mm-hmm. to do that, they're not also learning the responsibility of like, oh, so my behavior has an impact. That's where right? that like
2: guilt kind of... Right, it's being able to kind of like, like right, it's like,
0: oh, so when I yell at mommy that I hate her, I need to recognize that that that's going to trigger another feeling in my mom,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: And and so then she's going to yell at me. So it's not like oh I shouldn't do this. It's more kind of recognizing. There's a fine line between discerning between recognizing, having our helping our children recognize that they have. That their words have act their act their behavior and words have impact and yeah. consequence mm-hmm. um, and then and, and so does up and so do ours and how do we take responsibility together on that to and that's the bonding moment mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. to be able to come back and say hey oh, you know you know when that happened mom mom could have done it differently and yeah. yeah how could you have done it differently and let's try that again take two and that's mm-hmm. a wonderful thing I think Foster Klein and Nancy Thomas all talk about the importance of delayed consequence mm-hmm. right and that's a lo- kind of a love and logic uh, theory that I love it's like you know just take a moment we can always come back to it so
1: yeah. um, but what science will say is that you actually have a deepening of relationship yes, that happens when you exactly. go back and apologize mm-hmm. and you go back and you make it right and you yeah. go back and, and continue that dance with mm-hmm. your kids yeah um, then you can really draw in this deep relationship right. with your kids mm-hmm. um, i not yeah. saying you should blow your top just to like have right. a good relationship, right. but. but
0: there is there is a there is a, a positive outcome to that, and I also think that when everybody's nervous system is calmer, then that deepening can mm-hmm. even go deeper because it's like, oh yeah. So sometimes in that moment, I, and I'm I'm sorry, or you know, it doesn't have as much weight as mm-hmm. later coming back and kind of going, hey, you know, I thought about it and let me let me apologize on it on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, well, that's.
2: I think there's a lot that can go into shame. I mean, shame's like a, you could do like a multi-part, a a daily thing Thing. on shame forever. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But uh, for this little tip, I think this is a good tip of the week to wrap up. And -hmm. then perhaps do more in a future one on shaming from the parent's perspective, of being shamed within the community, and how does that, yeah, really, yeah. you know, how do you move through that, and how, mm-hmm. do, you, how do you deal with that? It's a feeling of shame, of other people shaming your parenting style and skills and effectiveness. Well, that's what
1: happens, you know, mm-hmm. because when you parent an adopted child, sometimes that looks different than a biological child. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so people from the outside don't understand those challenges. So mm-hmm. again, it's kind of like, it, I think when I also say your story's not being heard, it also puts shame on you. Why can you not figure it out? Why are you not meeting your kids' needs? And that's, because that's what the judgment feels like. Right, right. You know, like, why if are you just treating them, them a little different? Bit if more. you love them a little mm-hmm. bit more, um, then it's all gonna be okay, and in fact, it's, it's, it's not. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't just, you can't wave a magic wand, and then the next day, you your kids are behaving the way that, um, right. you know, mm-hmm. attached kids would be.
0: Thanks for listening, and be sure to check us out on Facebook, the website, which are both underneath Full Circle Family Counseling and to check out what's coming up for podcasts and sign up for the newsletter. As always, I would like to thank the folks at Love and Logic and Nancy Thomas for all that they've taught me about working with kids with complex trauma. Until next time, thanks.